people will use technology to solve problems. Technology and innovation is something we're going to talk about next. So let's leave the issue of crime and let's get to innovations. We wrap up the show always before we get to the late night drama talking about innovations. And let's find out more about aerobotics and what that really means. We're looking at uh, an article that was written by Professor Jonathan Janssen and he raises very interesting issues. It's a plethora of, of challenges, uh, Prof, that he's highlighting here. But what is the situation? Does it talk to these issues that are being raised or these are isolated incidents? Well, I must say that it's not isolated incidents because we need to acknowledge challenges when challenges are there. The only difference, though, is the manner in which we raise them. Mm. Because when you count the number of students that have raised such issues, the impression that might be created out there is that you are talking about a system that has literally fallen apart. That if that was the case, we wouldn't be talking about this huge number of students who are still making a success of their studies with the university. Professor Mandla Makanya is UNISA's Vice Chancellor. Monday to Friday, 9 to midday, The Talking Point on SAFM. At SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. Right, let's talk uh, Let's talk innovation with uh, the Chief Operating Officer at Aerobotics. Uh, that's Tim Willis. Tim, good chatting to you. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Your, the innovation angle specifically is using your aerobotics or artificial intelligence itself uh, around the field of, of agriculture, farming, very important issue. So, so tell me, what is it you do? That's great. So uh, aerobotics is a, an ag tech startup. Uh, and what we are trying to, the problem we're trying to solve is the uh, tree, tree crop farmers, uh, specifically fruit and nut, nut crop farmers, lose between 15 and 20% of their yield every year uh, due to pest and disease. And our solution is to really help them become more precise in identifying pest and disease in their, in their orchards. And we do this by capturing visual imagery using, using drones and then processing it using artificial intelligence. So we basically get down and get stats at the individual tree level. Uh, we then have a, a, an application that is like Google Maps for your farm, uh, which allows the farmer to go to the the stressed trees. And if you're farming, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hectares, it becomes very useful to find um, the individual trees that are under pressure. All right. So, so put that into context. I mean, w- what happens when you don't use the technology that you are using versus, you know, uh, yeah, when well, you're using it versus those that haven't? And, and explain the differences in terms of losses and, as you said, inefficiency that comes through. Yeah. So I think what we find is that... Um, Farmers who are using traditional methods often suffer from um, a lack of coverage of their fields. They don't know where every uh, single problem is on their, in the orchards because they're often farming large tracts of land. Um, and they also, there's a lack of trust in the, in the ecosystem. There are a lot of people who are interested in the data, uh, in the value chain. So everybody who's on the farm, they're pests and disease agents. Um, there are pack houses and co-ops. Uh, and all of these people need uh, better information about uh, yield and about what's happening on the farm. Um, and at the moment, this is information that's recorded on whiteboards and Excel spreadsheets. Uh, so what we're really trying to do is pull all of that together. Um, and what we find is that farmers who embrace technology 
uh, tend to have better yields and better returns than those who don't. Okay, and from your side as, as aerobotics, when, when did you start this process? How long? Yeah, so the business has been going for about four years now. Um, initially, uh, actually building the drones. However, we made a switch to uh, produce software um, about two years ago. And since then, we've just used off-the-shelf uh, cameras and, and drones. Uh, so that's really enabled the business to scale. Um, and we're now you know, able to operate in multiple countries around the world, um, really just providing our software solution uh, to farmers. Uh, and yeah, so it's, that's how we've grown the business. Okay. And, and initially, was, was it a bit of a, a difficult hard sell to, to farmers who were like technology around this and, and farming? No, it's a no-no. Was it difficult or was it an easy sell? I think, um, so what we, whenever we go and talk to farmers, we, we've never heard that this was a bad idea. Every farmer really likes what we're doing. I think the challenge uh, to farmers comes with understanding how to use the system properly and how to extract maximum um, use from it and also how to change operations on the farm because previously you had scouting teams and there was a way of of capturing this information and now that has to change. Um, And I suppose that's similar for anything with technology uh, where, you know, change always or innovation always needs to change and um, it it takes some time to adopt to that. Uh, So that's probably the main the main barrier that we have to uh, focus on with farmers. Mm. I mean, the, the the key part here is is just the importance of, of technology driven innovation, right? Tell tell me more about about that the 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 overall importance and the ongoing importance of that uh, in, in in the future economies. Yeah, so I mean, I think I think all of the technologies that we are using at the moment are going to be critical across many industries. Um, So, for instance, drones, Um, today we're using them on the farm to take surveys and deliver back information to the farmer about pests and disease, but there are other other technology providers who are building software and hardware to use drones to actually spray crops on the farm as well, so something that has to be done manually can now be done by drones. And then with artificial intelligence, um, it just provides so much more computing power, um, whether it be you know, in terms of like we use it to identify individual trees. Um, we're also looking at identifying uh, specific pests and disease um, based on leaf samples. So similar to facial recognition, um, using similar techniques to identify individual pests and disease and let the farmer know whether those are problematic. Um, you know, there are many applications of these technologies on the farm and then obviously across multiple industries. So I really think innovation is, is what will drive um, you know, agriculture forward and make uh, make sure that agriculture is much more efficient in the future. Um, and I go back to what I said initially, is that farmers are losing somewhere between 15 to 20% of their, their yield, and small-scale farmers are actually losing up to 40% of their yield uh, due to pest and disease. So there's a real need to become more efficient, especially as the world's population grows and, uh, you know, food becomes more scarce. And and that cost factor, because, I mean, if they're losing 40% of yield, I mean, that's massive, right? Uh, and that, of course, you can put a cost to that. But the, the cost of technology, I mean, what would that cost versus the, the cost of loss of yield? Yeah, so what we often find is that um, technology is, is pretty cheap to implement if you can use it and you use it properly. If you don't use it, it's very expensive. 
Um, so in terms of our our technology, we are charging um, 50 rand per hectare per month to a farmer. This is a very low cost. It's, it's um, you know less than one percent of their input costs to the field and can potentially get them a few percentage point gain in their yield. Um, so so for us, it's 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 a really um, low cost. But obviously, if a farmer doesn't use the technology and doesn't use the system, it's a very expensive. Um, thing at the very expensive implementation that he hasn't taken full advantage of. Mm. To, to what degree then, I mean, you may not have the capacity to ensure that it's being done around the country, but what percentage of farmers are using this type of technology and, and how far do we go to a point where the vast majority would be embracing it? Yeah, so I don't have the exact stats. Um, what we're seeing is that there's a lot of um, uptake from the bigger farming groups all of them have um, innovation and technology teams that are looking at implementing technology, so it's great to work with them. Um, and, and we're really doing a lot of good work in like, helping roll out the system. Um, the smaller farmers um, really range from being very skeptical to being very much our early adopters and the guys who give us our first try. Uh, so you, you've got a range, I suppose, they mm. like any technology of people. Okay, and there's more, more work to be done, I'm sure. Let's leave it at that. Tim Willis, yeah. the Chief Operating Officer at Aerobotics, appreciate your input and thank you for your time. There you are, Aerobotics, a company using artificial intelligence to make farming easier, more effective, more productive. That's truly what it is. 40% of yield loss, that's just unacceptable. Thank goodness that's turning around. That's